podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome back to Brandon TAT Pod. I'm your host, Ben. And once again, we're here for another Premier League preview show with my lovely co-host, Mike. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing good, mate. I've had a couple of episodes off. Uh, it's, it's been nice. I've not really argued with anyone in the last week. It's been pleasant, you know? <laughs> not on here, no, at least. You probably have on Spaces or whatever, but yeah. Uh, no, I've, I, bro, it's been nice. I've barely been on Spaces since I got that little TAT oh, wow. promotion. I completely ignored social oh, yeah, media, yeah, yeah. which was counterproductive. <laughs> but yeah, now nah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. A new admin, guys. So if you see unreliable news, you know where it's come from. Um, yeah, exactly, yeah. So. <laughs> I'm joking, Mike. Um, it's great to have you on the team. And um, joining us on the show today is Bill. Uh, how are you, mate? First of all, yeah, doing well. Thank you. Thanks both of you for for getting me on. And I cannot wait for this one. I think we'll speak a little bit off air about um, what this what this fixture means. But yeah, it's it's an ex- exciting one for a Luton fan. That is for sure. Mm-hmm. Of course. And before we get into the the game and such, um, I think it'd be good to just sort of let the people that are watching know whether they're live or whether they're watching on the replay, a bit about um, Oak Road Hatters and who you are and what you do. There is links in the description for people to check you guys out. So, yeah, what what, what is it you guys get up to, mate, regarding Luton Town? Yeah, so we're, we're mainly a podcast. Um, we started in, in 2021, uh, kept it going. I don't think any of us anticipated that we'd be talking about Premier League football. <laughs> Um, but but here we are. Um, there, there's a good few of us on, on the project now. We've got a website going. We've, um, we're, we're on YouTube and we're also um, Spotify, Apple. So we really branched out on, on what we're doing, um, mainly because of Premier League football. Uh, that's definitely, definitely helped things uh, sort of move forward. Um, but yeah, I created it back in back in 2021 with a friend and, and we've grown since then. And as I keep saying, um, it's playing top flight football now. It's, it's absolutely incredible. No, of course. Um, and we're going to hear a bit about Luton Town because I'm very naive and I don't really look at the champ. But when the season starts, I think it's amazing at the end with the playoffs and such. But I want to hear about Luton. I want to hear about how you got here and you know what it is like for you guys. But first of all, before we do get into that, obviously, if you guys have watched us regularly, you'll know that we are sponsored by Your Foot Card. But if there are any Luton Town fans in in the building and you want a little bit of a memorabilia to, uh, you know, remember how you got to the Premier League or whatever happens in the future, check this site out. You can customise any card. You can get any player on it, any team on it. You can get you, you can get a player, you can get a legend, anything. Um, And if you use TAT Pod at checkout, then uh, you do get 15% off. And they are about to send me out their latest products as well, which I will be able to show you guys very soon. But yeah, check the guys out, follow them on Twitter. And um, yeah, like I said, TAT pod at checkout gets you a cheeky little discount. So yeah, sticking with you, uh, you Bill, let's talk about Luton Town and just sort of summarise your journey. If you can, I know it's probably going to, we could be here all night if you wanted to talk about how you got here. But yeah, that season, mate, where you did manage to get the promotion as a Luton Town fan for all your life, just, you know, that's sort of a, a dream come true, isn't it? So talk to us how that happened, first of all, and what life is like for you now being a fan of a Premier League uh, club here. Yeah, I never thought, I'm 24 now, I never thought that I'd be this young watching Luton in the Premier League. Um, I think my sort of Luton supporting history has coincided with a massive downfall. We were a championship club looking to kick on and, you know, 60 points deducted in three seasons. And, and we're talking about conference football. 
Um, and then five years in the conference, we had playoff heartbreak. Um, so, so close in, in so many occasions. Finally, 2013, 2014, we won promotion back to the Football League. And then it's been sort of a steady, steady build since then. We've never, bar maybe League Two, we've never had the sort of financial resources that the top teams in, in each league have, but we've managed to, to really punch above our weight financially. Um, mm. Got a fantastic board that, that saved us pretty much from, from going uh, from going out of business, from, from not existing anymore. Um, all Luton fans, it's a fan-owned club. Um, and, and yeah, the board picked us up from the dirt and, and they still have the same processes in place that, that got us out the conference that they do and, and in the Premier League, which... You know, I don't think many clubs can say um, going into the championship. I, I said the other day, it was for me at that time, I thought getting into the second tier was was the absolute pinnacle. But to, to go one better and, and to actually be talking about Luton versus Liverpool as a Premier League game, it's just surreal. And I, I look back to that playoff final and I think that the game itself probably typified our journey where so many ups and downs during one football match. I've never... Well, oh, it was, for the neutral, uh, for the neutral, <laughs> I, I will say, me and me and my friends were rooting for you. I think when we, so I, my, I've got a friend, Dom. He's um, UAPB licensed coach, and uh, I've got to be honest, he was the one who first told me about Luton's sort of development as a team. And it was, it wasn't last season; it was the season before last. Uh, I think it was the second season, in the, uh, first season in the championship. Uh, second season, we've been the second season in the championship. Uh, and he basically said, "Listen, there's a side that's came through." About ten, five, seven, sorry, about seven, eight years ago, they'd only just came up from non-division. But I'm telling you now, I'm telling you now, they're going to be up and about there just, just for the next couple of years. He never said you'd get to the Prem, but he said you'd be up and about there. So then you fast forward to obviously you're in the playoff final. I'm sat there with my friend Dom and he decided for no reason, he was like, sack it. And he threw 45 quid on you. I've never seen a man more tense <laughs> for a game of football in my life than this man watching you play Luton. Uh, sorry, watching Luton play. And you, I've got to admit, I see that I see a big difference in the team you were in the championship to the team you are in the prem. Now I know there's a quality of opposition there, and that that'll be a huge reason why. But um, in the before hopping on here, obviously I wanted to do a bit of a background on it, and it, I suppose it went without saying. But your home form was vital to everything you've achieved, right? You made your home ground a fortress. Now obviously you had to put a bit of money into it this year to make it to Premier League standard. I know some people made a joke out of it. I don't think it really was a joke. I think it was just quite interesting, such a historic football ground, having the history I had. It apparently it just wasn't Premier League certified. Um, I would have rented a and b out from one of them houses to watch the game. <laughs> I think most of us would have. But going from quite expansive football, being very hard to beat at home, to the start you've had in the Premier League, where I think it it's quite crucial you develop a strong home form to stay in the Prem. To achieve anything in the Premier League, you need to be resilient at home. I think I, even if you look at, let's say, Everton, you know, our, uh, our rivals, the reason they were able to stay up the last couple of years when they battled relegation was because of what they were able to do at Goodison Park because they couldn't do anything away from home. Are you worried about the way you started this season at home? Yeah, I guess there has to be an element of fear that the, the whole narrative was that Kenilworth Road, our form at Kenilworth Road, will be what saves us, where it hasn't panned out that way so far. I think it's one of our five points have come uh, from a home game, and that was that was pretty much gifted to us because uh, Wolves had a red card in the first half, and and you know we had to still really really grind out. But I think we, we had this conversation, but I. I I do think that away from home, we're, we're better suited. Um, we're not going to dominate the ball. We're not going to dominate. We're, we're, 
a team that like the opposition to have the ball, our shape is strong enough um, mm. and we've got good pace on the counter-attack. And when we're playing at home, there's, I guess, more of an emphasis of us taking the game to the opposition and we haven't really crafted or found a way to to use that to our advantage yet. I think our home form will probably come good, better as the season goes on. But I think, you know, looking at this early part of the season, probably going into Christmas, I still think that uh, there's more points to pick up on the road where we sit back and and we soak up pressure. We show a real strong defensive shape and then we break out quick. Um, And uh, I guess a game like this against Liverpool, you you probably expect us to, to play that kind of way. But yeah, I think at home there's a, a, an expectation that you take games to opposition um, in a general sense. Yeah. I think once we start playing the teams around us that, that are going to make up that sort of relegation pack, that's when we need to ensure that that we are taking games to the opposition. We are playing a little bit more expansive and attacking. Yeah, I think from a, from a neutral point of view, last season when I was watching the teams come through, you, seeing you and Burnley come back into the Prem was nice. I think I love the way Burnley play football. Was it Burnley? No, I, I, I like Burnley. Back in the prem. I, I, <laughs> I'll be honest. There, mate. <laughs> I will speak for myself. I, I, I'm about as close to a neutral you'll get as a Liverpool fan, I tell you. you like Every night Burnley? Say, Are you sure? I'll, all right, let me explain my point. We're not here to talk about Burnley. Okay. We're here to talk about Luton. But listen, but Burnley changed their entire way of football in the space of a season, which is a phenomenal thing. And they were better before. No, the whole reset of culture that they did, they played people off the park in the championship and they were terrifying to come up against in the championship from what mm. I've seen, all right? No, I know. And also, Luton coming through as well. I think you guys were the outside, just the outsiders in a way that you, a new team to the Premier League. Are you worried that, not even worried, because obviously you, you've got this wonderful excitement, but for you to come to the Prem, do you think you came a season too soon? Because if, if I'm comparing, and maybe this is harsh, and I apologise, if I compare you to other teams that have came up, I would be worried. I'm, I'm worried from an outside look at, point looking in because I don't think you've got the squad there that has got enough in it to survive. And that worries me because I want to see Luton stay up because I like the story, but I'm worried that you haven't necessarily recruited as well as you could have. I don't know, obviously, what your transfer policy is. You know, Ben makes a joke of it, but I don't know what your transfer policy is. And I don't think I don't feel like you've recruited enough and I feel like you might have came up a season too soon. What What is the thoughts of those at Luton like yourself about that? Yeah, I think those are fair comments because obviously we spent significantly lower than any other Premier League club. I think when you total it all up, it was just shy of 20 million, which, you know, mm-hmm. that long gone are the days where teams spend that much and, and survive. But I don't think if we were to have stayed in the championship and come up again next season, I don't think that that policy would have changed. I don't think we would have spent any more money. Um, But I think, of course, the squad that's currently there, the majority of them that got promoted never played Premier League football before. I think that was two or three. So we did recruit a little bit of Premier League experience. We, again, used the free agent market, um, something we've done so, so well over the years. And, and of course, Premier League football is a different beast. But uh, one of the players I'm sure we'll we'll go on to and and highlight in a bit more detail, um, Ogbene, we got from Rotherham, who was struggling in the Championship last season. And he's been absolutely superb. He's been our player of the season by far so far. And, you know, it it just goes to show that we can still manage to find those gems from the free agent market. I think Tiedem Mengi as well, that uh, came from United, that was a a free agent move at the end. Um, And he's been playing fairly regularly at the moment. So, 
yeah, I do think I, I, I fully understand the comments that we haven't recruited, um, you know, to the, the expected level of the Premier League, but we're always going to do it our way. We're always going to do it um, the way that got us to where we are and, and not try and risk our financial health because we've been down that path before and it, it wasn't pretty. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I think a lot of people joked that, you know, we're taking the Premier League money and running, but we are giving it a good go and, and we have yeah. been competitive. Mm. Yeah, I, I guess time will tell. Mm. Yeah, fr- from from where I'm sat, you know, I, I know very lim- limited about Luton Championship football, I'll be completely honest, but it feels for me like the football achievement was just like too too good, like because you, you, you get teams that do it through the finances and, you know, you get these yo-yo clubs that go down and get the parachute payments and come back up, but it, you guys just felt like you were successful on the pitch and you came up and then that leaves you in a bit of a, a problem because your stadium's not ready to no fault of your own like there wasn't a plan to to be a Premier League club this soon um, and like you say you spent 20 million you see Nottingham Forest come up they spent 200 million pretty much in the first 18 months or so so it is very harsh when you when like you say there's a, a relegation pack forming and you know you guys <laughs> are spending 20 million and those guys are spending triple um, figures um yeah, so it, I can see why it's tough for you. But I want to speak more about this game now, Bill. I want to ask you about the occasion because you were saying off air, this is the one you're looking forward to. Um, I want to ask what the mood's around the fan base at the minute because without being too big-headed and arrogant because we are Liverpool fans, is this sort of one of the, the biggest games in, in your stadium's history, would you say? Yeah, yeah, that definitely has to be considered one, given the the level of the opposition. Um, I guess the the individuals that are coming to Kenilworth Road. Um, we were speaking in in our podcast the other day. Is Mo Salah the best player to to come to Kenilworth Road? And you know, since the two thousands, um, there are there is massive, massive quality. Obviously, Liverpool are going to be challenging up there come the end of the season. A massive club, massive history, um, fantastic support. Of course, this is going to be a, a massive game. Um, you take out probably the, the obviously rivals Watford. So that game last year when we'd done them 2-0 and then the playoff semi-final um, to get to Wembley. Those are two massive, massive games that probably top it. But yeah, now we're talking about a, a normal game, a normal Premier League game against Liverpool. That has to be that has to be the pinnacle for me. Um, lived in Liverpool for a few years fully understand what this what that football club means to to the people of Liverpool and and you know across the world um it is a real dedicated fan base and um I, yeah, I guess I can see a lot of comparisons in terms of how much the supporters love the football club um so yeah I I'm very excited slash nervous I would say maybe Salah isn't. I'd say um, Kevin Foley. I'd probably say that he might be up there above Salah for me, but just in terms of quality that's ever played. Uh, <laughs> it's probably the only Luton player I could remember off the top of my head that used to play for there. That was a reach. But um, in terms of you know, coming to this game here, it, it's what you, you'd call a free swing, wouldn't you? You know, you, there isn't, again, maybe this is naive. I don't know whether there's an expectation that you'll come away with a point or three, whatever. I don't know what this, the feeling is. But when I speak, when I speak to a few of my friends that are like an Everton fans or whatever, when they come to these games where they're going away or they're at home to an opposition they deem almost too difficult to beat, unless they they're a bit of fortune falls their way or maybe just a phenomenal performance, it's, it's just a free swing, is it not? Do you feel like you guys are going to come at us or do you guys think you're going to try and just bed in and see if you can get a point? 
Like what how what is the approach? And by the way, I apologize if that's egotistical for a Liverpool fan to say, but it's just that is the feeling coming towards this game that I don't know. I do you think do you think you can walk away with three points in this game? What are your what are your thoughts? I do I do get where that view is coming from. Obviously Liverpool, um well established Premier League club who should be challenging for for the Premier League this year. Um, of course, when you play a team like Luton, who are deemed, you know, some people say the worst Premier League team that's ever been. No, um, it's certainly not that. Exists, by the way. Yeah, yeah, you just you you get those comments all the time. But um, but but I guess where Luton are positioned in the view of of you know the general football fan base, this is a game you expect Liverpool to win comfortably. Um, right. me as a Luton fan I can 100% see that but also as a Luton fan you you have this you have this what if and I think that drives you through these games um, if we were if we were to know the outcome if we were to all go to Kenilworth Road on, on Sunday and know that Liverpool were going to yeah. win 3 or 4 nil, we wouldn't bother so I think there's always that hope that we can get something I think there's areas on the pitch that we can see joy Um but, but I think the general feeling is, is that it's going to be one of, if not the most difficult game yet. Um, we had Aston Villa away last time out, who have, have been absolutely superb at home. Um, so that then was the toughest game. This now becomes the toughest game. And then maybe before, when we looked at the fixture list at the start of the season, we got Man, uh, Man United away afterwards. But that's not looking that's... As, as tough as it once was. <laughs> you talk about worst teams in Premier League history, mate. I think uh, <laughs> they're up there, I think. Uh, I, I would back you in the United game. I, I really would. I think if you, you're going against a, a bruised giant there, I really think you could get a point or a point or definitely cause an upset there. Uh, if, if I could just ask you one more question about Luton specifically. When you look at you know, coming to the Premier League, are there any teams that you look at where you see maybe similarities? So in terms of, for example, I, I relate you very much to St- uh, uh, Hol- Hol- was it Ian Holloway, Ian Holloway's Blackpool, where the a team that came to the Premier League, there was a lot of question marks about them when they first came to the Prem. But after 15 games, 20 games, they pulled a couple scouts up, which you wouldn't expect. Liverpool being one, uh, I remember Charlie Adam for Blackpool playing a blinder and then we decided to sign him off the back of that performance. Uh, <laughs> but uh, do, do you feel like maybe there's a couple of surprises in, in, in the locker of Luton this season? And do you, do you feel like you guys can stay up? I, I certainly don't think you're, you're written off in the Premier League at all. I think there, I can name a good four or five sides that I think will be in and around it. And I, I don't think you're a write-off for this season at all. Yeah, um, as we mentioned, I think looking at the betting odds at the start of the season, I think Luton was the go-to selection for, for finishing bottom. But I think the way the season's panned out so far, I definitely think Sheffield United are a worse team. I think Burnley, yeah. because of how expansive they are and, and they haven't really, um, they, they can't defend for anything at the moment. I think we've adapted the best to the Premier League. And I know it's the three promoted clubs that currently occupy the, the bottom positions, but I think even drag Bournemouth into it. I think they've looked really, really poor for what we probably expected of them. Um, there's a few other teams. I think Everton will still be in and around that. Wolves, um, I, I got a lot of stick for saying Fulham will be down there, but I still believe still they could be down there. Yeah, yeah. But based on how they played against us, which is probably not the best way to go about it. But as you say, there are plenty <laughs> of teams down there that, that um, you really expect to be in there. And, and yeah. I think we would probably be one of the happier teams so far with how things have panned out. We haven't been battered since the the 
first two games of the season. And even that, that's probably slightly harsh calling them a battering. So mm. I think we can take a lot of optimism from what we've seen so far. Um, been really competitive in the majority of games. Um, you know, when, when you don't spend that much money, you're not going to have quality to bring on and, and change. Well, I say that bring quality on and change games, but we have had a few, few players that have stepped up and really, really sort of driven the levels of performance. So, uh, yeah, I think I can be confident with what I've seen so far. And I'm probably a little bit more confident, even though we're sitting in the bottom three as we speak. But I'm a little bit more confident that we will stay up than, than perhaps at the start of the season. All right, nice. Yeah, you mentioned a couple of players earlier. And before, we like to predict a lineup as well. We'll get onto that. But we do so. Um, I think you mentioned Ogbeni. Is that how you pronounce his name? Um, so weird if if you are to go and cause an absolute crazy upset on on Sunday and get get a, get a win against us, or <laughs> uh, hopefully not, because for us that will probably be one of our worst ever Premier League results. Um, I would no, no. I would kind of enjoy the podcast after because I think we should invite no. Bill on. If no, no, yeah, if, if you would have every right, on, yeah. he would. You would have. You would have every right if you beat us. We will invite you on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's um, but where where are the danger areas for people that like you know might not have watched much Luton this this season? Wh- who are the players that we should be looking out for that could cause threats to maybe our our weak spots? Yeah, there's there's it's difficult at the moment because um, we've got a few injuries and it, it makes it difficult to to know where more of the versatile versatile players will, will fit in. Um, as you say, Ogbené, I think the best work he's he's done this season has come um, left wing. Um, and obviously, with, with how high Trent gets, I think that's an, that's an evident uh, place to, to try and exploit. But I think Ogbené, he can also play on the right, can also play right wing back. But he had um, a lot of joy against Tsimikas, against um, Greece for the Republic of Ireland a few weeks ago. So the prospect of him coming up against Tsimikas again could be could be quite exciting for Luton fans. Um, I think our left back as well, Alfie Doughty, he's adapted to Premier League football so seamlessly. Um, still only 23. Uh, we got him for, you know, 500 grand or whatever it was. And now he's he's establishing himself in the Premier League, which is just brilliant. Um, with, with a few of our centre-backs as well, Reese Burke, who's currently injured, is also um, adapted to the Premier League very well. And, and, you might be surprised to hear, but Ross Barkley's been um, playing well the last couple of games, and uh, I'm sure I'm sure he'd love a goal against you boys. I wouldn't need that at all. I will say he was a smart signing when I seen you guys get Ross Barkley in. I thought it's Premier League experience; he's got it in his locker to pull a game out, uh, pull a pull a worldie out of nowhere at least. But if he scores on Sunday, I will definitely not be on the podcast. And you can one man that I will <laughs> I will not be dealing with a Ross Barkley Thunderbolt against Liverpool on Sunday. You're joking me. <laughs> but uh mm. no on the game though, how, how do you think you'll set up? What what do you think are your weak points that you think we could potentially are you that you're nervous about? Like what 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 do you think when it comes to that part of the game? Just before you 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 go into that build, that's a great question. But I'm just gonna get this on the screen. This is how you set up in the last game, and I think it would also be good to just tie this in with what Mike's just asked. The, would you basically be expecting the same thing or any changes? I just thought I'd, I'd get on the screen as you, you answer mm. Mike's question. Yeah, yeah. I think looking at that, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see if we, we, we go 4 2 3 1 and, and play uh, with a solid back four. But I think I th- I, it's a 
flip of a coin really to to know how we'll how we'll go formation wise. But I think if we stick with that system, which every chance we will, um, Ogbeni and Doughty, I think that's where we'll, we'll get a fair bit of joy. Barkley and Nakamba, um, you know, a, a fair bit of Premier League experience in in those two. Um, my probably my, my change would be Jacob Brown hasn't really hit the hit the levels yet. Um, he shot he, he was good at the start of the season, but hasn't really uh, kicked on since then. And obviously, we signed Andros Townsend fairly recently. Mm-hmm. hasn't yet started, but but showing positive glimpses. So I think in terms of providing attacking service and defensive service, I think Townsend somebody that could come in and, and do a good job. Um, yeah, look at that. I think Doughty likes to get forward a lot and against Salah. Um, I think he's going to be pinned back a lot. And then I look at the other mm-hmm. side, Kabore, good 1v1 defender, but sometimes lapses of concentration um, will let players in. And with, with you know, whoever plays out there, Jota, um, I think Diaz is back in training. Uh, Nunez has been fantastic of late. Yeah, it's a scary prospect to, to think that that like five very, very good <laughs> Liverpool attackers are going to be coming up against that, that defence. But at the same time, um, I think we've just got to enjoy the fact that that we are going to be watching these players come to Kenilworth Road this season. If we are to to get anything out of these games for them, they, they all deserve statues. Do you uh, do you think you'll play to just two in midfield? Um, so it's yeah, a very I, brave I, move in the Premier League in general. And I know you've been doing yeah. it. Yeah, up against a possession based side, do you really think? Do you think? Do you think you'll still stick with two? I, it's, it's a difficult question because I think naturally we're going to be um, like very low block anyway. So I think yeah. Bene Brown, whoever, wh- whatever the side the ball is, Brown will tuck in or Bene will tuck in and, and make it a third um, mm, midfielder. But I think also mm. there, there's a real opportunity for us to go four-two-three-one again, uh, which would drop one of the centre backs and, and add in maybe Barkley playing in the ten, uh, Nakamba, and then bring in Pelly Ruddock who, by the way, if, if no Liverpool fans know, he, he's the only player to have played every Legend. level from the conference to the Premier League. So um, he's somebody that if he really? could score a goal, this would be the game. That I'm not going to lie. Okay, I didn't even I didn't know that at all. No, and now I'm rooting yeah, for him. He's a legend, isn't he, for Luton? Yeah, he's been fantastic for us. And I think the best thing about him is that every time we've got promoted, he hasn't really been in the picture and he's just worked incredibly hard to to get himself to the position he is now um like going up from the conference to league two he had to really work himself into that team from league two to league one and just every single level he's, he's met the demands and yeah what what a what a player and what a person he is all right i'm rooting for him to not against us i hope he scores this season though. i was That'd gonna be... say mike what <laughs> no, not against, i'm neutral i'm not that neutral i want yeah, yeah. <laughs> i want him to score this season what a wonderful story that would be mike, i didn't know i didn't know Shout that at all Shout out to Luke, by the way. Hope you're good, mate. And Ensman TV was in the building as well. Big up to yourself. Um, Mike, we've spoken about Luton. And unfortunately, there isn't... Uh, I looked everywhere. There isn't a Luton Town um, lineup selector. So we can't actually do it on the screen for Luton. Um, mm. But one thing we do like to do is build our Liverpool team. And Mike um, and myself, we, we, we agree and disagree sometimes. But I think... I'm right in saying we can literally just blast through this, Mark. I think this lineup pretty much picks itself. Yeah. Adrian in goal. Uh, I knew Joe, he was no, say yeah, yeah. It's the same joke every week. 
yeah, Alan. <laughs> Actually, it, it might not pick itself because there's going to be a bit of a debate at centre back. There'll be a I debate at centre back. We'll know Trent's right back. You know, two of the three midfielders. You know, two of the three forwards. Because uh, Jones is back now, isn't he? Yep. Yep. Back. Nunes, yeah, without a doubt. And Who then McAllister in there. McAllister. Mm, yeah. Oh, you want to debate that? No, you no, think no, Endo? No, no. Come. McAllister comes in. Um, okay, so we've got Fat. three positions that we need to. Discuss. If I was picking this, Ben, if I was picking this, can can I go there? I hundred percent agree. Yeah, cool. Look at that. We agree. Look at that. Um, I'll probably but, say, but but but, <laughs> go on, yeah. This we're gonna have like you'd have thought we'd have a lot of the ball. So maybe so? for being in possession, Matic will probably be better. Judging by the team we played against Nottingham, it tells me hundred percent that Canati starts. Not in Bournemouth. Ignore me. I'm not awake. Yeah, the team, judging by the team, we get played against Bournemouth. I've had a long day, Ben. Leave me alone. Uh, it's not even that. It's just the fact you're called a Nottingham, mate. If you actually said that, they'll go crazy. But, Speaking of which, I'm um, in Nottingham, by the way, uh, mid November. Oh, wow. So I'll hit okay. you up. Um, okay. um, it's a little um, reminder. Gavin uh, Birch on the left centre mid. I was going to say, uh, yeah, no, actually, I'll go with you, Gavin Birch. The Jones won't start. No. So yeah, Gravenberg, yeah. and then sharp. It's all a sharpness, isn't it? Yeah, I've got to be honest. If he chooses to play, which what Klopp said today, it's down to his choice. If he chooses to play, I'd love to see Diaz play. Um, I, I, if that's what he wants to do, uh, it's completely obviously down to him. Uh, but from Klopp's interview today, it sounds like he's training, and if he wants to play, he will. So I would love mm-hmm. to see Diaz play. Um, I think you'd get. You know, I think you'd get love from all four sides of the stadium, given what's occurring. Uh, you know, I, I feel like it'd, be, it'd just be a nice moment. Whenever he comes back into the, the, the team, it'd be a nice moment. But I, I would like to see him play. Uh, but if not him, then, yeah, of course, I'd go Diego Jota. I think it would be Jota. Yeah. I think Luis Diaz, obviously, like Klopp says, it's 100% down to him. And whether he wants to play, the fact that he was in training, a few pictures with a smart face would indicate that he is sort of ready to play. And this is an, impo- an impossible situation. None of us know <laughs> what no, he's having to deal it. with and what he's gone through over the last few weeks. So only he will know if he's ready. But I think Jota will start the game. And if if Luis Diaz is, is ready, I think he'll come on. Um, yeah, that's fair. To probably an amazing reception. And if it's not this game, so what? His situation is you know, far more yeah. important. Yeah, there's no time frame on it. It's like Klopp says, it's down to him and it's in his hands. So that's what I think would do. Um, I think. I think. Sorry, go right ahead. Go on. No, you go. You go. Oh, oh, cheers, man. He's so polite, and he will. He's just so polite. Uh, no, I. <laughs> I think uh, for for me, the the we always say the games won and lost in midfield. I think it's how you guys deal with Sabasli is going to be really interesting. If you set up the way you just show me there. I say I've not watched loads of losing this season, but if you set up the way you set up in that image that we've shown before, I think there's there's you, you're given a lot of space. Even if you're playing a deep block, you're given a lot of space for Sabasli to pick the ball up. And I think if you're trying to nullify any of our midfield three, it's him that you want to stop. In the same way, if you're trying to nullify any of our front three, it's Salah you want to stop. And it's interesting because you said the uh, fullback that's on Salah likes to venture forward a lot. That I think I think between that and the space given the Sabasly, 
it's just going to be interesting to see how you set up to handle that because I'm sure that will be something discussed within within this uh, within a training for your team this week. Are you worried about that side of things? Like, what part of our eleven do you look at, and do you think you can exploit, or like you said before about you know behind Trent, for example, and what parts are making you nervous when you see that? Yeah, as you say, um, I look at that right hand side, and I think that sorry, your right or left, and I think that's mm-hmm. going to be a very very interesting battle um i think one thing we we 100 know about liverpool is that they commit a lot of bodies um to attacks uh trent being as as attacking as he is i think there will be space to to exploit um mm-hmm. Bene, um keep mentioning him but i think he has been a major major outlet for us if we've had to endure lots of um sitting back and and dealing with uh, pressure. He's been the the one outlet that our, our midfield, our defence look for, and he's exploited space that that right backs vacated. Um, especially, well, where he, he's pace. Um, I think only Carl Walker has recorded a, a quicker quicker sprint speed than than Ogbeni this season. Oh. So I think transitions are going to be massive for us, especially down that left side. Um, if we can keep our shape. Um, if we can deal with sort of the interchanging um, attacking positions that, that Liverpool get themselves in, um, then win, win the ball back, look for that left-hand side and, and, you know, try and be as direct as possible. I think that's the way we go about this game. And um, you flip that around. Um, if Ogbené's on the right, he's had the beating of Tsimikas a fair few times for Ireland in, in, that, uh, in that game. I think mentally that will be an interesting battle after, after that. Um, so yeah, I think Ogbené again. We've, we've, he's probably one man of the match for Luton in, in each of his last five games. Um, but he's so important. He's, he's fast emerged as one of our most important players of, of recent times, which is incredible when you when you think we picked him up from a, a struggling Rotherham side. Mm. And before me and Mike go on to the Liverpool side of things and pr- sort of discuss how we think it might go, have you got a, a score prediction for us? Yes, yeah, it's, it's always the hard part, and it? it's always um, your heart versus your head. Um, <laughs> I think got to use your head here. It's going to be very, very difficult. But I take a I take a fair bit of spirit of how we we played in parts against Spurs, and I think in terms of that free flowing attacking football uh, that that Andrew's got them playing, I think we can probably draw a few comparisons to that kind of game. I'm going to go for Liverpool. Uh, sorry, Luton one, Liverpool two. Two one. You yeah. are the first person to predict their team to lose um, ever on this channel. No one's ever done it before. So um, <laughs> listen, it is what it is. You're, you're just here for the occasion, aren't you? And the fun of it. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, we can say that for all 38 games this season. I'm going to enjoy <laughs> it. And if it's if it's any more, then uh, lucky me. Nah, United That's away, like, you should be backing yourself. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the way they are right now, mate. Well, Casemiro's out for two months. They've not got a defensive midfielder. Advantage I'd back United, you. Mate. The guy's terrible. The guy's that would be the game 10 hours goes if we beat him. Stop it. No, because that would be quite iconic, <laughs> would it not? <laughs> a Luton 1-0 yeah. win at Old Trafford. And it's written. Mike, um, hmm. Bill's not going to like this, but I did a tweet earlier on TAT asking how many goals Darwin Nunes is going to score this weekend. That's rude. That's um, rude. So, yeah, what, how do you think the game's going to go? Well, um, and, yeah, score prediction, I guess. I think, to be honest, I'm I, uh, I'm run- I, I can say it on the chat YouTube channel. We'll keep it on the YouTube channel. Uh, currently building up the Anfield Talk TikTok. And I, on there, you are live I, on Twitter. 
Oh, well, in that case, I didn't say that because we'll, we'll announce that at 1,000. I forgot we do live on Twitter now. I'll ignore that. Yeah. Anyway, I've been doing score predictions, right? And uh, for the Liverpool game, I did say I think we'll win. Uh, I did say 3-0, but I, I did stipulate that I do think you'll put us under the cosh in a few moments. I think we we are there to get at at times. Um, I think if you win a couple of set pieces, that's where I think you'll be able to get us because we struggle to defend at the back post. Um, in terms of the physicality aside, I feel like that's where you'll be able to get us most. Uh, I do think we'll overwhelm you in midfield. Even if you play deep, I think between McAllister, Gravenberg and Sobersly, we can break down the deep block. Um, I feel like you'll struggle to deal with Nunes and Salah. The left-hand side, maybe if it's Jota, I feel like you could box that, box that up, to be fair. But I'm, unfortunately, I don't see anything else but, but a Liverpool win, if, I, if I'm being candid. I, I really don't. It's nothing, it's nothing against Luton. It's just more so I think we're, we're in very good form. I think if it was Liverpool away to Luton last season, I'd be bricking it a little bit. Uh, just because mm. we couldn't do anything last season, we struggled to create. We were very easy to get at. But this season, I think with our game management improving as well, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how we use Trent though, because just as you said there, in, in regards to your width and on the break, are we going to see Trent fall back to more of a fullback role at times when we're in possession or when we're out of possession, or are we going to still see him in the inverted? Because if we see him in the inverted, then that's four midfielders versus the two of Luton. Yeah, in transition, which is just a an obstacle, I think. But that's mm. where I'm going with overall. Yeah, I think you made a good point. I think it's not about Luton Town at the weekend. I think we'd be confident whoever it was in the Premier League. Um, yeah, with backers and you know the mood of, of the Liverpool fans at the minute is is very good. Um, at last, I think everyone's on the same page, and you know that really ever happens with us, Mike. You know what Liverpool Twitter's like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's just sort of onwards and upwards. And I think we've had a, a tough start with some of the fixtures we've had. Obviously, we I don't talk about it too much, but the Tottenham game was a disgrace. But apart from that, um, I think we've, we've done okay. We, we've done more than okay, actually. You know, that's the only game we've lost. Um, and I think, you know, on the back of last season, if, if you told us that would be three points off the top in November, I think everyone would have yeah, for it. So, um yeah, first of all, I just thought I'd confirm that it's, it's not that it's Luton Town that we are confident. It's just in general that the, the team seems to be going in the right direction. The manager's revitalised and, mm. you know, when Liverpool get into this sort of form, it's sort of like you, it is going to take a good team to beat us. So based on that and based on Luton Town and the team that we've selected and we don't have too many injuries. Obviously, Thiago is Thiago. Stefan today was um, confirmed it's not really a long-term injury as such. It's more like his body growing into from a, a kid to a man, which happens to all of us. Um, so he's not available. But apart from that, we've got a very strong team. So I'm going to say... I'm going to say three... I'm going to say 3-1, you know. I think Luton will score. I think they'll get a set piece and I think I think they'll trouble us from it. Um, I don't know what the conditions are going to be like, but we saw how bad it was down south the other night. Um, oh, if it's so, like that, I changed my entire score prediction. What's the storm called that's coming? What's the storm? Say what? Called? Storm? The storm. Storm Kieran? Or is it past that? Kieran, I think that's it, yeah. I, think I hate that. how we name uh, storms, by the way, because none yeah, of them ever sound um, dangerous. Um, that can if that if that affects London, I don't know, I don't know if it does or not. But if that's bad there, then obviously that plays a part in it. But um, mm. yeah, I think Luton will get a goal, even though I have put Allison in my fantasy team, so that's a big contradictory. Um, but yeah, I think we've got to be confident. We got we got to be confident. We'll score three goals. Darwin Nunes is in the form of his absolute life. Um, Mo Salah again in the form of his life. Um, everyone's doing their thing. Everyone's doing the job. So we are confident. 
We do believe that we'll win. Obviously, yep. it is away from home. It's like Bill said, it's one of their biggest games there. So we do have to consider that, Mike, that we can't the be atmosphere naive. is going to be electric. Go there. Exactly. Yeah. We can't just go there thinking, and I know they won't live our players don't do this, but we've got to go there and treat it like any other game. I think listen, I think I think I think the the one thing you can guarantee, especially at Luton, is the fans are turning up. Uh, so it's not like we're going to go there and just feel comfortable. I think you guys will make an uncomfortable atmosphere for us, which is what you guys have I've got to do as fans. It's what, it's what the best fans do. And I think Luton do that. I think Palace do that. I think Liverpool can do that. Um, and I, so it's not an odd comparison to make, but just in terms of what the fans can do in the stadium, that's obviously what I'm yeah. speaking to there. I, I do think uh, this is a big weekend for both sides, though, because should Luton get a point uh, or get three points, Everton are playing Brighton, Bournemouth are playing City, you know, they're two teams right beside you. So if you somehow got three points this weekend, puts yourself in a very good position. And even away from that, if, you know, let's say Everton draw, Bournemouth lose, which I fully expect Bournemouth to lose against City, they're at the Etihad. You're in a good position, I think, regardless of what happens at Luton, if that makes sense. Because you've got Brighton going away to Everton. And you've got to be looking upwards. I don't think you're looking at Burnley and shit. The way you speak today, I don't think you're looking at the two below you. You're looking at the two above you, which are Bournemouth and Everton, aren't you? So look at their fixtures. You've got Everton, Brighton. I expect Brighton to do one against Everton. I expect Bournemouth to kind of fold under City. So it's the same for us as well. You know, we've got uh, Spurs play Chelsea, Newcastle play Arsenal, uh, United play Fulham. Uh, which I know sounds bizarre when you say it, but like that, you, I fully believe Fulham will get something from United. I can see Newcastle beating Arsenal, and I, I fully can see Chelsea and Spurs ending as a draw. So, three points on Sunday for either side would uh, certainly go down a treat uh, in terms of how the league table would look afterwards. Do you have anything else to say, Bill, about the game before we we sign out? Yeah, I think um, just what what Mike said there about the atmosphere that it could be like at Kenilworth Road. I think the first 10 minutes can be crucial to that. Um, mm. I think the first home game of the season, the first Premier League game of the season, everyone was expecting massive things from from Luton. And West Ham um, didn't let us touch the ball for the first 10 minutes and it, it sort of killed the mood a little bit. So I think if we can start on top, if we can win a few duels early on, I think that will wake up the crowd if it needs wakening up and I think yeah mm. I think the first 10 minutes could be massive if we go a goal down or if we're really under the cosh um, yeah I think Liverpool can can perhaps ease to victory we'll see man anyway. me and Mike and maybe a couple of us will be here on Sunday evening to to discuss the game um, and like Mike has made a deal with Luton do win Bill you're more than free to come on and uh, discuss it with us but um, before we go, Bill, obviously, I said the links are in the description. Just shout out you, you and what you what you guys do and where they can find you. And then, yeah, I've uh, got the links in the description. Yeah, so um, as mentioned on top of the show, um, I'm Billy of Oak Road Hatter. It's at Oak Road Hatter on Twitter, Oak Road Hatter on YouTube, Oak Road Hatter Pod on Instagram, and, and just my own Twitter handle at BillyMully11. Um, pretty much everything Luton related. So uh yeah, if that's if that's what you want, that's uh that's what I've got. Perfect. That's exactly and, what I want. Um <laughs> yeah, you can find Mike on the Quill LFC, I believe, and um now on the Anfield Talk as well. So uh yeah. Yes, sir. Guys, that is all we have time for. Please make sure you smash the like button if you're watching this on the replay, subscribe to the channel, check out the guys, links in the description. And um, also check out your foot card using 15% off. You can, using TAT pod, you can get 
percent off. That is what I meant to say. But um, yeah, take care, guys, and hopefully we will see you on Sunday to discuss another Liverpool win. Sports Social Podcast Network.